You're listening to a Harris Lieberman podcast. We often hear that the world of work is changing dramatically, with technology allowing an increasing number of workers to work remotely. But at the heart of it, irrespective of the nature of how people work, has much changed at all in relation to the legal position of workers being considered as either employees or contractors. I'm with David Kaczynski of Harris Lieberman. David, has much changed at all in this respect? Uh, It's probably changed in terms of whether we favour people working on a contract basis or on an employment basis. I think certainly the contract basis has become more flavour of the month, but it still comes back to the old, old proposition. You can't just determine someone's uh, a contractor by calling them that. It's the old thing, if if it walks, if if it looks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, if it quacks, it's a duck. So you just can't label someone uh, a contractor and make them thus. And so that's always been the challenge in the law is what is a contractor, what is an employee? So for a business owner, where do they start in contemplating whether or not they should put on a prospective worker as either an employee or a contractor? So the pluses and minuses of actually considering them to be an employee or engaging an employer or a contractor as follows. If you are taking on someone as a full-time employee, there's always that psychological proposition that they're going to take pride in being part of your business, that they're part of your team. Um, you'll pay them an hourly wage, which ultimately, because of the security they obtain, may mean that they're cheaper in the long run. You don't need to scramble to find someone when your workload increases. They're, they're there ready to go. You don't have to wear all the business hats yourself. You can delegate tasks. You don't need to continually train them because they're there and ready to fulfil the roles that you've got for them. And if you want a break, you can have one because they're there to back you up when you're gone. The downsides are that you do have to pay in accordance with the national employment standards for employees and in accordance with awards, whereas for the contractor, you can set an agreed rate. You have to deduct tax, you have to pay super, and employees accumulate various types of leave. You've also got a situation where you're obliged to pay them even if you haven't got the work, whereas with a contractor, you can put them on and off as you need them. Sounds like very little responsibility or obligation with contract workers. It does. In terms of obligations, that's right, because pretty much a contract is in business for themselves. So they take the business risk um, and they they assume their own obligation for uh, making sure that they've got themselves properly covered for leave and they've got to pay their own super. Um, Often they'll be supplying their own tools and equipment and they are responsible for the work that they do. So they'll be doing it. They'll be results-oriented, whereas your employees are basically... um, turn up um, and, and do the work on, on, on an hourly basis. Are there risks, David, and perhaps the contractor starting to perform work duties that, you know, after a period of time, look like an employee or, or vice versa? That is a, a clear risk because, of course, the concern is, particularly if they're working pretty much for you and you alone, and that's certainly one of the concerns. If you've got someone who's basically only working for you, it's going to be very hard to say that they are truly a contractor, and it's easy to slip into that position where you've engaged them for a period and it just keeps on going and going because you're finding that they're more and more essential to your business. And, of course, the concern there is that when they do cross that line to become an employee, they may be accumulating employment entitlements, which you're not fully appreciating that you're incurring. You you may be finding that you're liable to pay them various leave entitlements and you should be remitting their super and the like. In this context, uh, is it far better for a business owner or manager to be getting advice in this respect? That's right. Now, there are certainly, come and talk to a lawyer, I'll always encourage you to do that. 
but on business.gov.au there's an independent contract decision tool where you can go on there and plug in the characteristics of the relationship you've got with this particular person and determine whether they are a contractor or an employee and that's a good starting point. Thanks David for joining me. Thanks, thanks Dan. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions, please don't hesitate calling us on 02 6051 5100.